You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Today, we're going to talk about how we stress and cope with stress, both the healthy and unhealthy. Plus, we'll talk about how we respond when other people in our family are dealing with stress and how we're going to practice healthy stress management in our lives right now. And a quick housekeeping note, we also want to share that Instagram is a great place to hang out with us in between episodes. We're Hi Girls Next Door. We've also got some fantastic new Instagram artwork, if you haven't seen it, that is perfect for sharing with friends when you want to recommend an episode, and we so appreciate that. So we'll get into our stressful conversation in a minute, but first, what's been happening around your neighborhood lately? This is a source of potential neighborhood stress. I need your opinion. Okay. Okay. So the girls have new little neighbor friends, which is fantastic. New friends moved in, um, and they want to be outside playing like every day. Mm. They've entered that phase. So the issue is they're already asking about swimming in pools, and I'm like, okay, I am super, my girls can swim. They're great swimmers, but I'm super strict about water safety. And I've noticed I feel like stricter than some other parents when I have people over to swim even. So, and that's fine. Everybody's in a different place, but it's just one of those things that really freaks me out. Like bunking heads on the side of the pool when diving in, like all of that really freaks me out. And I know all families have different rules. So I'm thinking that what I need to do is just have a conversation with the parents and be like, okay. This summer, looking ahead, when the girls want to swim, you know, I I don't want to be in a position where I end up constantly playing lifeguard all summer because I'd rather have them at my house. Right. But also, I don't know how strong their kids swim. I don't right. know what the supervision situation is over there. They have a lot more kids. And so mm-hmm. I just am like, how do I do this without sounding like I am telling them how to supervise their own pool? Right. So what are your thoughts? Okay, this is great and so timely because this is something I've actually been thinking about and yeah. having conversations with Chris about because we have, we already have one of the boys' friends, one of our friends on the street already had a pool Mm -hmm. but then since last summer two more friends have built pools like everybody put in pools if you live in a hot place and they're also definitely at the age even over the last year where they just have a lot more freedom to roam so i what i've been thinking and i think what your initial inclination is is like thinking about okay what is my comfort level what do i want and then having that explicit conversation. Okay. Because that's what I've been thinking about too. I've already just via text message when some moms have been saying, hey, the boys want to swim. And for us, I just want to make sure there's always a parent out there. Yeah. You know, because I could see, you know, other people, they might feel comfortable yes. or they're right inside working and that feels okay for well, them. Well, and I even am with my own kids. Exactly. Because I know kids. that they know the rules and I know right. they won't be tempted to do something that's, yes. you know, I... It's just easier to manage. And, and with two versus maybe a group of friends right. where there's more right. housing or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the combination of children that mm-hmm. ends up being, okay. Yes. So, yeah. So I think having that explicit conversation, and that's what I'm planning to do. Just all the moms with pools just saying, hey, like, so happy for them to swim anytime mm-hmm. you're ready to have them over, but we're only comfortable if you're planning to be out there. And if you're not, totally fine. Right. And right. I, I thought I also might offer, you know... If there's any time I would be 
happy to come down and share that responsibility right. with you. You know, I also don't want other parents feeling like since we don't have a pool that they're like right. babysitting my kids in their pool yeah. all summer. And I have like the opposite. Like I'm worried about being the babysitter right. in the pool all summer because yes. I'm the most strict about it. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. And maybe I'm not the most strict. They could be even stricter. And I so have do no these idea, other but... friends have a pool or no? Yes. Okay. And they have already asked and it's like, 75 degrees and I'm like okay there's plenty of time for pools we don't need to be in the pools quite yet but also that gives me a minute to figure out like what do you think your policy could be it also could be something where like hey every Tuesday afternoon yeah. Like is a time when like I we'd love to have friends over. Whoever or wants even to if swim. even if you don't say that outwardly, just maybe to the girls, like, well, right. this week on Tuesday and on Friday we could have friends. Right. You know? Okay. Maybe something like that. Yeah, I think I just need to get ahead of it a little bit and then yeah. definitely the other mom is great and I love talking with her and you know, she was great about like the other day the girls came home with some money and she's like, I think your girls gave my girls money. What is with kids giving? Oh my gosh. Paying off your friends. It gets like, <laughs> it, it gets up getting so awkward. It's so awkward. She's like, I just wanted to make sure it was okay. And I was like, well, right. it wasn't really okay, but it's fine. But I will talk to them about not needing right. to give friends yes. money. Like no need to give it back. You That's know, right. it's like, no, I it want you to be so generous. Weird. It's like they sell their crap for yes. like $20. And I'm like, I don't feel comfortable <laughs> no, with this. I feel like this is a scam. It's not okay. <laughs> So yeah, it's just, you know, it's getting to that. Those dynamics. I I think the more conversations you can have, and like you said, trying to get ahead of things like that and know what you feel comfortable with. So you're not, the worst is making the decision in the moment when your kids have come down. Can we go swimming at so-and-so's house? Right. Like, oh, that's what they already did. And I was like, oh, it's April. I'm not ready. I was not ready. (laughs) You don't need to swim. That's what I said, basically. (laughs) And I did say, Daddy and I need to talk about yes. like what the rules are for swimming at friends' houses and make sure we talk with all the parents and that everybody has the same mm-hmm. you know idea of what the pool rules are because that's about everybody's safety. So yes. I did just like preface it yep. with that. But yep. yeah, even just honestly like going to play at their house mm-hmm. and like, well, the pool is there, whether you're yeah. technically swimming or not. So like what are your pool rules or mm-hmm. you know, you don't go in the backyard without permission or whatever. It's just it is yes. tricky, even though they're good swimmers, which is why I made sure they are good swimmers, but it still feels like, ooh. Yeah. It's kind of something yeah. to navigate. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to share something that happened in our neighborhood. Chris and I recently had this great, I will call it a household division of labor summit. And I loved it <laughs> so much. Reset a little bit. Yes. I think after just kind of leading up to our equity in marriage discussion and just, I don't know, just kind of in this current season of life, you know, yeah. how things just kind of change, change every quickly, six yeah. months to a year, depending on the ages of kids and the things you have going on. I just kind of felt like we needed a little check-in. Uh-huh. And I think Chris was a little nervous. I think he felt like I was going to sit down and just have this, well, you know, this litany of right. complaints or right. something. And I really was like, no, 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 it's, it's not that. I really just want to check in and like, you know, we both want to help each other out. So like, how is laundry going? How, like, if, mm-hmm. if one of us is doing more of it, is that working for you? Or do you, sometimes Chris is great too. Like I get kind of stuck in a box in yeah. terms of how we do stuff. Yeah. And then he's able to come in and be like, well, why don't we just do it this way? Right, you know? Right. So anyway, and it was really great. It was a time when we both had the time. We were like in great moods, yeah. you know, it yeah. wasn't a time where other grievances were coming out. <laughs> and another thing. Yes. And so the way we structure this, we made a list of tasks. We made a list of tasks that we share. Uh Um, and then we also listed out tasks that like 
each of us individually own, or it's uh-huh, kind of like, kind well, of we both kind of do this, way. but you more clean the kitchen in the morning, right. things like that. And it was just really good, really productive. And honestly, there really wasn't a lot of trading around tasks. Mm-hmm. I will say I did ask Chris to take over one additional thing, and that is dentist appointments for the Ooh. kids. Great one, right? Great one. <laughs> great, great one. She has a very sneaky face right now. <laughs> It was great. And the other thing I feel like that was so great about it that was also just insightful for me. I know I've mentioned this before. I think I'm I'm just like a words of affirmation and just appreciation person. Yeah. I like to be seen. Yeah. I like to be like fully seen. Mm -hmm. As much as I appreciate a thank you, sometimes Mm -hmm. sometimes I need need to list out what I did and I need you to see it on paper. Yeah. And it felt really good. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like just that being seen and also being reminded of all that Chris does and giving right. him a chance to like be seen for right. all of that and mm-hmm. own all of that. And I just noticed afterwards, it just felt like like this recommitment to our partnership and the work around the house instead of feeling more like drudgery. It was kind yeah. of more like this teamwork and yeah. we're taking care of it oh, together. I love and it. Anyway, so I would highly recommend that yeah. if you can convince your partner to do it. It was, and we it was should, really great. We should mention too, the last episode that came out was about equity in marriage. So we talked not as much about division of labor, but just like how to make sure you both feel, you know, like you have an equitable partnership. So I'm glad you followed up on that. And there's a little more if people want to go listen. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about stress. So to start, what are things that contribute to making you feel stressed and how can you tell when you're veering from doing okay into that stressed out territory? (laughs) I think overall, what makes me stressed is just too much. Yes. And what is too much for me might not be what is too much for somebody else, but knowing my own too much mm-hmm. or too many, you know? So for me, that's too much on the calendar. Mm-hmm. If I have something every single weekend in a month <gasps> or every single weeknight yes. really seems to get to me, even if it's nothing that I have to do other than like run a kid somewhere, totally, I need to have like two nights at least on the calendar during you know, the span of a week where I don't have to be anywhere Mm -hmm. and there's no time limit. It's, there's just something about that to me. Um, and then too many like must do's, Mm -hmm. like if it's, you know, we can make anything into a, on a to-do list, but if there's too many things that are truly like, Mm -hmm. no, I'm responsible for way too much here and I can't do it all that stresses me out. Um, too much sensory input for too many days in a row. That's a good one. That gets to me and I'll realize that I'm stressed about nothing really like lingering or that has to be done or, or too much on the calendar, but I'm like, why am I so like frayed? Mm -hmm. And it's usually like, we've had too much noise, too much, you know, heat too much. Like it's just been too much of something. Um, and I can tell cause I get very irritable and sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I lose the ability to prioritize anything. Yeah. When I'm stressed out, I have a very hard time even like deciding what is important. So then I end up feeling like I can do absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm at that point, that's where I'm like, okay, we've gone from, yeah, I'm managing this. There's a lot this week to like, nope, I'm stressed out. Something needs to give. Yes. That's how I can tell. Yes. Okay. Mine is, mine is really similar. Um, one for me that is really a trigger is a messy, untidy house. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I feel like sometimes I've shared what my Thursday house looks like. I will share my blog post about Thursday house. It's just your untidy house towards the end of the week that is just pushing all of your buttons. And I honestly know that my Thursday house 
it looks tidy to a lot of people. But right. I think I have a high, very high bar of how I yeah. want my living environment to be. And so if it has been like that for too many days, oh, or it's kind of like that combined with I have too much going on. So it's like, I, I don't know when we're going to yes, get to you it. You can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, that is very difficult. I get that. Yep. Definitely too many things happening across my calendar and the family calendar. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is what will get so tricky too. It's because maybe I don't have that many things, but right. then layer that on yep. a birthday party and a double soccer game on Saturday. And oh, it looks like Chris is going out of town. Mm-hmm. It's just suddenly it's like, ah, how do yep. all of these things? It's a, like this a holiday. Effect. Yes, exactly. So I feel like that can kind of catch you off guard. Um, kind of, I think like you mentioned, but when more things are getting added to my to-do list than I'm getting crossed off when, you know, it's like for every one thing I get crossed off, three more things are getting added. Oh, that drives me Mm -hmm. really wild because I am also someone who I am really good at taking care of things. So when I don't have that bandwidth to take care of things, that is very hard for me. piling up. Very hard. Also, and this goes to just the busyness, but when I just haven't had adequate work time, like where my daycare days where Maeve is in daycare have been taken up just by appointments Mm -hmm. or recently the boys had a Friday and a Monday off of school, like just this cumulative Mm -hmm. effect that suddenly I have not had just two or three solid work days. And that means then that I haven't published a blog post in like over a week. And then I feel behind on that. And I also just feel like that is just something that it's just this creative outlet that if I'm not doing it regularly, I get this pent up kind of energy. (laughs) Um, You know, and if I'm not like able to work ahead on the podcast, things like that. And then the other thing that contributes to my stress and the, I think just comes from the being too busy, but I have really realized I am just someone, I need a lot of processing and planning time. Mm -hmm. I need that downtime Mm -hmm. and I need to make a list about something Mm -hmm. or just sit and think it through. And if I'm just not getting that time, it's not not even like checking something off. It's just like, I just don't have the bandwidth to even know how to approach this next task or this next month in our life. I've just noticed that's very hard for me. So signs that I am stressed, like you mentioned, just having a hard time focusing because I think my mind is just spinning Mm -hmm. with all that I have to do Mm -hmm. and not really sure where to even start because there's so much. Um, For me, picking up my cuticles Mm -hmm. is one um, that I really notice. Not reading as much, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm -hmm. not making time to do that, being like irritable or short with the kids or feeling short with Chris, you know, things like that. And then also I've noticed when I feel disconnected from Chris, and I think that comes from when the only conversations that we've had lately are about our schedule, like about logistics and the kids, you know, and it's like, oh my gosh, we have not actually talked Mm -hmm. about something other than this, or we haven't talked about it without being interrupted six times. It will seriously happen. Sometimes we'll get interrupted once. And then I'm like, okay, tell me really fast because someone's about to interrupt us. Just tell it really fast. (laughs) Cut to the chase. Spit it out. (laughs) But yeah, that leaves you feeling a little disconnected. Oh yeah. (laughs) Just a little. <laughs> You're shouting at each other. Tell me as fast as you can. <laughs> You're talking to yourself. <laughs> okay, so what are some of the less healthy ways that you cope with stress? These are my favorite ways. All right. <laughs> um, 
I find myself shutting down and zoning out with TV or scrolling. That's mm-hmm. like a first mm-hmm. clue. It can feel relaxing at first, and yeah. then it feels like, mm, right. I actually am unable to stop doing this mm-hmm. now. Like I, I am existing only in this state. So that is one thing. Um, I will yell mm-hmm. and get super controlling about little things, mm-hmm. which is weird. Like I will, if everything feels out of control, I will zone in on like the girl's hair, or mm-hmm. I will zone in on like they don't have any shoes that fit right. Or right. like, I just get like real yeah. hyper-focused on things that don't truly matter that much. Mm-hmm. And I get real blamey. Is Ooh. that a word? It, it is a word I'm, I literally will look for people to blame for my stress when maybe it's just like ambient stress. Right. You know what I mean? But I will find a way to like pick a fight with a family mm-hmm. member or be mad at something, yeah. even in like the the news of the world, gotcha. right? Like I have right. to like pin it to something. Right. So that is something I notice I do. I eat crap food Mm -hmm. because it feels good in the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And I stop doing things that I know in my head will make me feel better. And then it's a cycle of like, like getting ready for the day, eating something nutritious, working out, going for a walk. And like, I know that. So then I feel worse than I do more of the bad things. So that is, that's how I know I am in a major stress cycle and not coping the best Mm -hmm. way possible. Mm One thing that I notice myself doing is globalizing. Oh, yes. You know? That's and, a favorite, too. Oh, so good. Everything <laughs> is wrong. Exactly. Yep. Or just like, I just want to burn the house yeah. down. <laughs> you know? Yes. When it's like, well, maybe the floors are just... Yeah, maybe, maybe oh, just, Or maybe mop. <laughs> maybe could mop and tidy up a little bit. <laughs> um, you know? Or just feeling so overwhelmed by, I don't know, if I have like some, you know, volunteer task and I'm like, ah, this whole thing. It's yeah. way too much, yeah. you know? So definitely like that. And I think I think that can go towards too where it's just like, uh, everything about managing the kids' clothes is so stressful. Right. And it maybe it was like, well, they maybe do need new shoes, but right. everything else is <laughs> everything pretty else much is fine. pretty okay. Definitely scrolling on my phone to escape. Like I I do have some, I think, very good productive phone use habits and like social media habits where I feel inspired or connecting with people Mm -hmm. or sharing something. And it gets me to kind of like stop and be reflective. But just that where it just leaves you feeling blah. Like mindless scrolling. Yeah. Yeah, No good. Where your eyes are literally burning and you're like, put your phone down. Stop. (laughs) Just stop. Um. Related to that, staying up later mm. than I want to, and that is definitely related if I'm not getting that decompressed time yeah, during the like day. you feel like you've earned it by the yeah, end of the day. Yeah, it's just like but... I have to have some awake time where no one is asking anything yeah. of me. But then, of course, I'm exhausted, staying up too late, and then it all starts yep. again, like you said. Yep. Oh. And I notice myself also just withdrawing. Yeah. Not feeling as social, not even though it probably would help to talk to a friend Mm -hmm. or to share more about it with Chris. It's just almost like, and I think it goes to maybe that just having too much going on. It's just sort of like, I just can't even process that right right now. I don't have time for that, but it doesn't put me in a good place. Yeah. So, all right. Now, what about the healthy ways that we cope with stress? What have you got? Okay. I think I am good at this getting good at this before I want to just like burn it all down, mm-hmm. cancel everything. I'm good at getting good at canceling or letting go of one thing. Mm. So when I start to feel like, because I think it is so schedule connected and like must do's yeah. connected for me, I'm like, okay, what is one thing I can 
delegate to Jeremiah? Mm. What is one thing that I maybe committed to that I didn't really want to do and now that's stressing me out? Mm-hmm. Like pick one thing and cancel it mm-hmm. or let go of a commitment or yeah. whatever. And I think that that really, you know, it's like decluttering your house. Sometimes those things creep up and like all of a sudden you're committed to more than you mm-hmm. realize because right. one at a time it didn't seem right. that bad. And so really taking a look at that, like, okay, is there something I can let go of? Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm in a good place, humor really mm. helps and I can laugh about it. I can call a friend and like tell a ridiculous story about a kid mm-hmm. losing their mind about something and then it makes me feel better and mm-hmm. I can truly laugh and not just stay like mad and stressed mm-hmm. out. When I'm stressed out, I have a hard time even doing that. Yes. So like that is how I know it's like too far if I can't even laugh about it anymore. Um, I think I talk about it and ask for help pretty easily. Mm. I think that I'm pretty reflective of like, even if it starts with yelling, <laughs> I will eventually get to the point of the conversation. Like, really, it's just this. I just need like an hour to pick out new yes. shoes for them or whatever, right. you know, whatever I might need. And like going to therapy, I mm-hmm. think is super helpful. Yes. And I do that and I take medicine when I need it. Um, going to sleep. Yes. Like just, go I'm not to ashamed sleep. to go take a nap or go to bed early. Like yep. you're, this is going nowhere good today. Yes. Just get some sleep. Yes. Um, a shower. No matter oh, what time of day it is. Shower is always like, so it's good. The amount of 4 p.m. showers I've taken <laughs> since I started homeschooling. Yeah. Like, I need a physical break from you. Yeah. I need to wash the day away. A physical cleansing. <laughs> yes. And you really, you just feel so much better afterwards. It is so much better. Shower always helps. Yep. So those are some, those are some tips. Okay. Uh, for me, regular exercise super helps and just having that already built into my calendar, which I have yeah. a pretty, I have a really good routine right now. And so just no matter what is going on, unless I'm like actually sick, mm-hmm. I just know when those are and I show up and I always feel better. Which is so important because if you don't have a regular routine like me, you never feel like it when you're stressed. Right. It feels like I don't have the energy for that every single time. But right. if it's just a part of your must-dos, then it will help mm-hmm. without you even meaning for it. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Those built in. Going to bed early, yeah. just like you, you said. Just go to bed. So helpful. What helps me do that is I really have to think ahead of time during the day. I'm going to be in bed at 8, lights off at 8.30 yeah. you know, or 9, and really plan for it. And what also helps me with that is maybe during Maeve's bath, I go ahead and get in my pajamas, brush my teeth, wash yeah. my face. Like I try to... You know, because honestly, by the time we're done kind of putting the boys to bed mm-hmm. and all their requests and whatever, it can sometimes start getting yeah. close to eight. And then I'm just so exhausted thinking about all the things I have to do just to put myself just to, to bed. Just to get to bed, yeah. You know? And yeah. so putting myself in a position so I can take advantage of all of my off time yeah. and make that as relaxing as possible. Um, sometimes I will also take melatonin, just like a very small mm-hmm. melatonin. And I am not a doctor, so I'm not recommending that right. anyone do that unless you consult your doctor but something that works for me just helps me kind of like calm down Mm -hmm. a little bit and Mm -hmm. go to sleep venting and problem solving with Chris he is such a great listener problem solver Mm -hmm. with me the way that this can be really helpful is if I start off by telling Chris hey I am just feeling stressed lately and I just need to vent yeah like like preface it exactly Mm -hmm. so that he doesn't feel like or it gets blamey it gets real blamey he can start (laughs) getting defensive but if I just say that then it's just like okay yes I'm here to help that is such a game-changing sentence that I'm finally learning too Mm -hmm. because I will just start going in Right. on everything that is wrong and he automatically thinks it is his job to fix mm-hmm. it and it's like nope your job is just to listen yes. but I need to make that super clear yes you know? exactly I feel like that really makes the difference between 
bringing someone into your team yes. and then they're like, yes, I am here to just listen and validate. And if you want advice, we can do that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise it meets someone immediately just gets defensive yeah. and they're not even yeah. really listening to what they say, right. what you say. So, um, like you said, I trying to identify what is causing stress and actually figuring out what I need and asking for that help. Mm-hmm. I think that is something I need to work on getting better about. I love your idea of taking one thing, like delegating one thing or canceling one Mm -hmm. thing. That's really genius. For me, making a list and or writing in my journal, just get those spinning thoughts out of my head, put them on a list. And that usually helps me identify like, okay, here's a, here's a plan of action, quiet alone time, Mm -hmm. which is always helps. But then of course, this is hard because I'm probably stressed because I feel too busy. Right. So what helps <laughs> is if I'm time. not as busy. Right. So that is kind of one of those that like, yes, of course that would help, but whether or not I can actually make that happen. So, right. Okay. I did ask our listeners before we recorded today on Instagram, um, cause you guys have great ideas. So I just wanted to share some themes that came up and that are even maybe a little different than what we mentioned, but all are like, yes. So exercise definitely came up and I really love your point about making it, it's preventative and regular, yes. not necessarily in the moment. Cause you're not going to feel like doing it when you're stressed. Most exactly. likely sometimes like a brisk walk can help when you're really up to your eyeballs, but that's a hard thing to do when you're already feeling low on energy and resources. Um, cry. A few people said, cry it out. Oh, that's a great And one. I love that so much because I think like for me, irritability and anger is easier to access. And then when I, you know, if I start with that with Jeremiah, like I'm just so stressed and blah, blah, blah. And then he'll ask like, what's really wrong? And I'll just, ooh. And it's like, oh, I just maybe needed to like get that yes. out. You know, maybe mm-hmm. I'm actually sad or afraid of something or, you know, feeling incapable in some way, but it's easier to be mad yeah. than to feel those feelings. So crying. Um, a lot of people said this, which I love driving plus some sort of treat in your car by yourself. Great one. Especially if you're a mom. So goodbye. I'm taking my Yeti full Mm -hmm. of something delicious to drink. I am taking my chocolate. I am Mm -hmm. stopping at Starbucks and I'm driving with nowhere to go or parking with gas prices right now. I don't know. Parking with nowhere to go. Maybe. Um, A lot of people mentioned writing things down and getting them out of your head, Mm -hmm. out of the spin zone, which I think is so important. Um, And then alone time. Yeah. Just just be alone and breathe maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe it is just like a sensory overload kind of thing, like I said. Or if especially the littler your kids are, Mm -hmm. the harder that is to come by and you'll be amazed at just what like 20 minutes of quiet thinking can do. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Okay, so one situation around stress that I find challenging is when Chris is really stressed, like about work, because his mood definitely affects me, the household, but that's a situation where I really have no control over it. I can't like help clean the house or take care of this task or whatever it is. So I'm curious if if that comes up for you and how you stress or cope when Jeremiah or maybe one of your girls is in a mood like that. Yeah. Um. I tend to take a lot personally, mm-hmm. so I try not to. That's a real big thing I need to remind myself of. I get, I can get very defensive mm-hmm. um, very quickly and make it about me when mm-hmm. it is not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have found that just focusing on 
you know, I can feel frustrated with them being in a mood that I don't understand. Right. Or that is affecting my mood. And I was in a perfectly good mood, you know. Um, and I am, I will admit, I am definitely the mercurial one in our house. Like out of mm. all four of us, I am the one who definitely is up and down the most and probably affects everybody's mood the most. Mm-hmm. So when I'm feeling good and even keel, it really bothers me to feel thrown off of that by right. somebody else. I'm like, no, you're not allowed to be the yes. crazy. I'm being the crazy. Um, so... I have tried really hard to focus on controlling what I can control. Mm -hmm. And I think that the pandemic really taught me this. Jeremiah and I had very different stress responses to the pandemic. And I think very early on, I remember like talking myself through it and being like, you know what? His reaction to this is perfectly understandable and valid and it is bothering him and he's feeling controlled and locked down and that's triggering for him. And I don't need to talk him out of that. Mm -hmm. What I need to do is be in charge of my energy, what I'm bringing to the situation. Um, and that's going to be much more helpful than trying to worry about what everybody else is doing or right. feeling. So yes. that has been that has been my challenge, that the pandemic has, <laughs> you know, right. given me many opportunities yes, to practice. It <laughs> yes, it has. Well, something that I am, I'm working on is remembering that I don't need to solve other people's problems. That's definitely what I always want to do. I want to come up with a tactic, with a strategy of what can we do? Mm -hmm. And just remembering that like Chris does for me, I can just listen and validate. And sometimes that's enough. Sometimes that's just all somebody needs. So that is one thing. And then following following that up with how can I help or support you right yes, now? Yes, Because I can think of so many ways that you <laughs> should take care of your stress. I have got a lot of ideas <laughs> for you. But Chris and I definitely are very different in many yeah. ways. You know, Same. the like the coping strategies or the things that I think would alleviate stress for me is, is not what will help for him. And the things that stress us out. I don't know if yes. you guys are like this, but something that doesn't bother me very much really mm. bothers him and vice right. versa. So it's- Right, exactly. So recognizing that and instead of prescribing everything that I would do, mm-hmm. ask Asking that, and I think honestly, just just saying that yes. is just showing that you're there. Yep, you know we're on this team together. So I'm really trying to really trying to do that. One specific little thing um, for Chris that sometimes I will do if he does have a really busy week and he's mostly still working from home is sometimes I'll just go get a fun little snack, a little drink, whatever, mm-hmm. and just like surprise deliver it to yeah, him just in the him. middle of the yeah, day, yeah. which is just fun and you know just a little something. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I am, I am feel like I'm working to sort of encourage and support Chris to kind of create the infrastructure that he needs, like finding those things that help him when he's Mm -hmm. stressed and working on incorporating them into weekly life, into habits before he really needs them. Right. I feel like that's something I've just spent kind of more time reflecting Mm -hmm. on and that is just kind of more my personality tendency. And so sort of a way that I'm trying to bring my strength, but Uh not just prescribe what I think, but, you know, just asking him to kind of think about that. So anyway, that I think that that's been... Good. And then Chris's 
like stressful work does kind of have seasonality to it. Mm -hmm. So together trying to be better about, okay, every April is so demanding. And so we were just, yeah, we were just working. I still feel like we have not always done a great job. It catches us by surprise somehow Mm -hmm. every single year. Um, And I think it is one of those things where it's like, okay, well just Chris is going to be busy, but then you layer on the April birthdays that we have and Easter and all of these other things. So we have been, we were just trying to like really brainstorm some more out of the box ideas that maybe we could do. So, all right. And last let's check in. How are you stress wise right now? I'm curious if any, like anything specifically that's stressing you out now, or that's like on the horizon where you can apply your healthy coping strategies so we can kind of keep each other accountable. Okay. I think for me, it is that, I mean, it's just kind of what you were talking about being, homeschooling now and being kind of even more attached to like our school calendar, it is that end of the year hustle. And we have way less of that because we don't have all the public school events, but there's still like, first of all, just this existential, like, did we do enough? We're getting Mm. to the end of their third and fourth grade year and it's all on me. And did we, what can I squeeze in? And like, I'm stressing myself out about like, what can we squeeze in this year? What needs to wait till next year? Um, End of summer planning. Plus they do have, you know, we have a field trip with our homeschool group. We have a, uh, the play that they've been working on all semester with mm-hmm. their theater group. And so like, I need to get costumes for that. And then right. like the summer planning, like signing up for camps, yep. doing different things, travel. Um, so yeah, even as a homeschooler, I just feel a lot of that, like April, May frantic, yes. too much is crammed in kind of energy. Mm-hmm. So a couple of things I am really good, partly because I just really like it. So I'm pretty good about being reflective early on, um, like February, March time mm-hmm. and getting most of like my curriculum and things ordered already. Yeah. Like it's pretty much decided on already. We can always tweak things or add things in or subtract, but um, feeling like, okay, I'm not waiting to the last minute with that. So mm-hmm. like I have things that are just accumulating on my dining room table. And now it's nice because, you know, we've been doing it long enough that I have like, okay, we're still going to be working on this math book into mm-hmm. next semester. So I don't have to get everything new all right. at once, you know? Um so that has been one thing, uh, religiously filling out my calendar still, because mm-hmm. I tend to also, when I get super stressed and the calendar would help me the most, mm-hmm. I tend to abandon it right. and try to fly by the seat of my pants. <laughs> I don't know what that is about because I feel like you need a little bit more structure right. or there's more to do, but I, I tend to be like, ah, I can't do any of it. <laughs> there's I too just, much on it. <laughs> yeah. So trying to just stay connected to things and systems that are working for me, mm-hmm. um, yeah, talking to Jeremiah about like, hey, this is coming up. This is coming up. Yes. I know this might not all be on your radar, right? But can we plan for like this downtime? Can we, you right. know, whatever? Trying to just like make sure that we have that covered. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm. I, okay. I think otherwise we're in a pretty good place. Homeschool is clicking along really good. I even get a little stressed because it's clicking along good, and I'm right. like, no, I don't. I mean, and we kind of do a modified year round, but I'm like, I don't want to yeah. like interrupt the flow. Right. What should I just keep going? Right. You know, all this right. stuff comes up. So oh, how funny. Well, yeah, mine is similar. The April, May, just everything. And then early April, we have our anniversary, two of my kids' birthdays. There it was April yeah. Easter this year. Chris is going on a little short out of town trip. So it just is feeling like a lot. I would say, I don't know, I'm feeling like maybe a seven out of 10 on my stress level lately. I mean, just not horrible, but definitely higher than just what I like to maintain. Your base level. Exactly. <laughs> it's feeling a little elevated. 
related. Um, yeah. And I feel like just with kind of the extra stuff, like you were mentioning, there's just lots of extra tasks, yes. teacher appreciation, like end mm-hmm. of year teacher gifts. And did you order a yearbook and mm-hmm. s- get there early for soccer photos and just everything's a little, ele- everything's yeah. a little extra yep. right now. Yep. <laughs> Everything came with something else that you need to do. And then I think because of all that, then I am kind of running at a deficit, like I talked mm-hmm. about, of my solid work days that aren't interrupted by an appointment or a holiday or whatever it is. So just kind of all of that in the background. Um, I definitely would like to sit down with Chris and do a little just planning ahead session, even if it's just like, okay, these next two weeks, yeah. how do we, like, what have you? What do you have going on? What do I have? How can we best manage mm-hmm. this? How can we make sure we fit in some downtime? I really love that in terms of holding that downtime yeah. because you could see it on your calendar and maybe it doesn't feel like it's a big deal if then your husband plans something, mm-hmm. but I don't know, just even one more evening of solo bedtime can just feel like too much. I can't do it. I can't do it. (laughs) It's pushed me over the edge. Um, I do need to get back to my Monday morning early ritual of filling out my intentions for the week. That's Mm -hmm. kind of like my calendaring Mm -hmm. thing. And a couple things the past couple weeks, just like you said, have kind of derailed that. And then it's like, I don't have a plan for the week. And just everything feels better when it's written down. And I definitely... A specific thing, I need to work on going to bed earlier. Yeah. Because I'm in that cycle of staying up too late. late. to get some time to yourself. Yes. So that's what I want to work on. So this was a good reminder. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Okay, let's move on. What are you obsessed with lately? I am obsessed with something I've wanted for a really long time, and I finally got done at 41 on a girl's trip to Austin, and that is my nose ring. Yay! I got my nose pierced with my friend who's also wanted it for a long time. She's like, let's do it. Let's make a memory while we're here. I love it. So we randomly walked in somewhere and got it done, and it's just, it feels cute. It feels like a yeah. little bit edgy. Yeah. It's a little something extra to my yeah. face that I didn't have before. It's making me like want to get ready for the day and like look kind of pulled together because I'm like, oh, I mean, I got a new nose ring. I got to show it off. So It's so cute. Thank you. It's I do so love cute. it. So that has been just kind of a fun little addition and I keep it's I wasn't anticipating that I could see the sparkle oh like when I looked down and I was like that's fun (laughs) I don't know why I didn't put that together that I'd be able to like right you know because you can't really see your ear piercings or anything you don't think about how you can see your nose yeah so that's kind of fun all right well, my obsession is a tripod that I have for my phone, and it has a Bluetooth remote. And this oh. is amazing for family photos. Yes. The forced family photos yeah. that I'm making my family <laughs> take. So I have we have used this a couple times for family photos. We just, I busted it out for Easter yep. to get some family photos, and it works so well. I'm so happy with it. And so anyway. the tripod itself has a Bluetooth remote? Yes. So the tripod, um, yep, it like extendable everything. You can either do tabletop or on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it has this little tiny Bluetooth remote that, you know, your phone sees, and then you can just like click the taking photos. So just in the picture, you just kind of have it hidden in your pocket or yeah. down below your leg or whatever. And then it, yeah, connects Don't right have to, to do phone. like the timer where you're running exactly. back to the spot. Exactly. And meanwhile, some child has run off. Exactly. Yeah. And then you can just <laughs> click, 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 take a million photos and hopefully one of the hundred, mm-hmm. everyone will be looking mm-hmm. in the right direction. So anyway, that is just great. And I wish I'd had it earlier for family photos. Yeah. So. 
All right, that wraps up our episode. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Like we mentioned, you can find us in between episodes on Instagram. We're Hi Girls Next Door. The show notes for this episode are in your podcast player and on our website, girlnextdoorpodcast.com. And we love to get your emails at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Okay. You speak. Speakity speak, speak, <laughs> speaky speak. Speaking speak. And I'm Erica. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good laugh and a good chat. Nope. <laughs> you can't just mess it switched up. it up. I on can't the mess fly. it up. I know. Everyone this will be too distracted. Okay. Back it up.